This is a HeadGum Podcast. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. You've got style. Picture it. Los Angeles, 2016. It's our first episode of the new year. This is weird, I know. You guys are used to seeing, hearing Carrie first, but she's not here today. She's working, so we're going to go with me. Um, this is Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott, and as you know, Carrie is not here, and this is a podcast where we have a guest or guests over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. Today, we watched... Three on a Couch. It was season three, episode 11, where the girls um, get go to a therapist because they're just having so many problems. They just can't handle it. Um, it was an okay episode. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, so our guests today, we're at my apartment. So Frasier, my cat, is a guest. Um, but my guests today are two... Funny, funny dudes, when I approached them about doing the podcast, they were like, we have to do it together. So they're doing it together. They are Andrew Mashan and Zed Cutsinger. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. How are you? Hello, H. Allen. Hello, Frazier. Frazier, he's here. He's saying hello. Oh, and hello to all of the uh, listeners. And all the, the GGs out there. Yeah. They're the Adam Lanier fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are you guys' background with the Golden Girls? Zero. Uh, one. <laughs> one? You bought, you bought no, one no, episode? I've, I've seen uh, bits and pieces here and there. Uh, I mean, watching it now, it's interesting because it's kind of what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It's just a like, perfectly structured show, like tons of jokes. It's just, uh, I guess the subject matter doesn't particularly uh, draw me in. Like, this was very funny, but it's not the kind of thing, after seeing this episode, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch well, it. Well, this episode yeah. was unique in that it isn't like other episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, other episodes are your traditional, you know, they have an A plot and a B plot, and mm-hmm. there's like a story happening, mm-hmm. and it's all resolved at the end of the episode. It's very episodic. Whereas this one was one of their famous out uh, flashback episodes. They mm-hmm. do a lot of flashback episodes that right. don't flash back to actual episodes. Like, uh, okay. I also thought of a, flashbacks. I also thought of a new name instead of calling it a flashback episode. Yeah. You call it a hot flashback episode. Oh, is there older women, you know, who maybe have hot flashes? Women. I don't know. I think that's only during the process of menopause, right? Yeah, that is true. Not in this case, no. Oh, not so, for that joke. Oh, just for the, that joke, no. For the sake of your premise. For the sake of that joke, no, I don't <laughs> no, think so, actually. No, no, no. Yeah, I could, I could, um, I think Hot in Cleveland kind of took care of that oh, okay. joke. Well, I have a quick question, actually, speaking of hot flashes and all that. Yeah. What are the age ranges of these women? Because they, they look visually like some are much younger than the others. Um, well, no, they're all basically the ages you're thinking. You know, late 50s, early 60s, and then Sophia, of course, is 80-something. Okay. Yeah, so it's, interesting. You know, yeah. Um, it's interesting whenever we have a guest on that has zero background yeah. with the Golden Girls, and then listening to that person watch an episode, you're figuring out, like... Like, I mm. heard you say, oh, she's the slut. Or, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like... I didn't know. use the word slut. I, would, I wouldn't oh, use can. that word. I don't she's use the S word. I mean, she's... No, she's a Samantha. No. Oh, that's... Well, actually, yeah. Samantha is It's based a on her. Yeah, Samantha's a blanche. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, true. Yes. that's true. That's true. Yeah. From my frame of reference, you yeah. know. Yeah, young in yeah. reference. Yeah. Yeah. came before the chicken. Yes. I wouldn't use the word slut. I would use the word smart. Oh, why smart? Because she's, she's really smart. She knows, that, <laughs> she knows what she wants, and she does what she's she, going for. Yeah, it. yeah. I don't yeah. Think that really covers it. Though. Smart? No, she's really smart. <laughs> well, let's let's go into the episode a little bit. Okay, so the girls show up at this uh, therapist's office, and you notice the the fountain had only a little bit of water every time they did a, a location shot of the therapist's office. It was just this little bit. It's so funny on the bottom. You get to see a yeah. tiny like you should go back and watch it because on the bottom just a little bit of water. It's a little, so a little bit of a squirt. It's so funny. And actually, that's the fountain from uh, Married with Children. Right, same fountain. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, well... <laughs> that one's in Chicago. Same idea, though. It's the same idea. Yeah, yes. same yes. idea. Same idea. S- squirting. Um, so they go to Dr. Ashley's office, and the girls are coming in, introducing themselves to Dr. Ashley, and Sophia says to one of them, uh, my idea of psychiatry is a bartender that pours without a spout, which, mm-hmm. you know, this is setting up Sophia's long-running joke of 
having a drinking problem. Alcoholism. Yeah, there was a few, a few references in it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then if we learn, you guys learned how smart Blanche was yeah, in this yeah. when she comes in and she says, a fun fact about me is that yeah. I'm double-jointed. They were all kind of hitting on the doctor a little bit. A little bit. It was kind of interesting. Well, I mean, he's an, he's an older, attractive man played by Philip Sterling. He did a lot of soap operas. Yeah. Died in 1998. Uh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is that a reoccurring theme uh, while watching this? What? Mentioning when people died? I mean, I like to give the actor credit. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? No, 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 but I, I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but it's just I feel like since there's a lot of older actors on well, this, yeah, a I lot mean, of them have died. A lot of the guest stars have died. Have died. Like, yeah. let's be real. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a lot of... Except Ginny Lewis. Ginny Lewis is still kicking, and she was a guest star in an episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a child star. Um, That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, we usually just kind of throw out when they die. No, I think it's a proper thing to do. Respect their careers have, and their lives. The four women, are, are, have they died? No, Betty White's still alive. Uh, but the other three have. Yes. Okay, I knew yeah. Betty White was alive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's also interesting, the therapist, I feel like we never really learned anything about him. Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of a vessel for, you know, moving the story along. Yeah. And moving these women through the flashbacks. So, like, it, how the, the what were you going to say? Well, it's also interesting that they, like, that they... He didn't seem like a good therapist, really. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, they kind of were like, well, I guess we have to do what he says. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. He didn't seem too engaged. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've never been, like, I've been in therapy for yeah. a very long time, and uh-huh. I've never understood group therapy ever. Sure. So, like, that seemed like a strange... But I, I don't think necessarily he was a therapist. He was probably more a conflict resolution. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, supervisor, right. if you will. Like, I think he... Because that's really what he, they were going to him for. Yes. Is to settle this tension that was happening between them. Which is the four of them living together. Well, not just... I mean, they go into detail. So the first flashback, yeah. which, again, did not flashback to any episode. It was just a flashback they wrote, is Dorothy is sick on the couch and this yeah, is setting up it. that Blanche has no respect it's always sex 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 with her it's Which always sex very smart I mean very smart yeah She's very, just intelligence very yeah. smart um, so Dorothy is sick on the bed and or on the couch and Blanche runs in and she's like what are you doing you have to get ready and she's like completely like dumb to the fact that 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 Dorothy is like deathly ill here yeah. on her deathbed and she's trying to get them set up for what Double date. A double date with Mike and Larry. Yeah. And she met Mike or Larry. Which one was she going out with? I think uh, she was going out with Larry. I thought, I thought Mike got out of prison. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mike was in prison. Yeah, Mike was in prison. So she's going for Larry. Yes. The two hottest guys in Miami. I mean, yeah. if you were going, like, if you guys, yeah. if you were going out with a girl, you would want her to, like, have some sort of a nice backstory, right? Like, yeah. you want some sort of devilish backstory. Uh-huh. I like a... I like kind of thinking like, oh, this person could potentially kill me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In like a, like not really way, you know? Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is we find out the reason why he went to prison was because he burned down a Denny's because his eggs were too runny. Yeah. Right. That's someone I, I couldn't date that person. Really? Well, just if that's what he gets mad about, you know, it seems like he kind of over exaggerates in his uh, response to things. And well, I, no, I think you just have to know how to cook eggs the ways he likes them. Hey, by the way, Andrew's cat is named Eggs. My cat is named Eggs. Really? So that's an interesting true. thing. You're, yeah. Wow. Oh, and that comes. Oh wait, no. I guess that kind of comes back later in the episode of eating dogs, not cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it is raining cats and pepperoni. We'll get that later. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Well, I really... went on a date once. I was going on a few dates with this guy. We had probably just been dating at that point, and we were at a movie in New York in Times Square, horrible place to go see a movie. And um, these people behind us were talking, and he was getting so incredibly oh, violently angry at these people from wow. talking that, like, after he reported them, after all these things, and I was finally like, just, it's fine, we'll just go. Like, it's yeah. fine. And he's like, no, we're not leaving. We're gonna, we paid for this. Like, we're sitting here. And then he just, like, stood up and screamed in the theater at these people. <laughs> During was, the film? Yeah, and it was when I... It was a Sissy Spacek film, so it wasn't, like, totally out of place. But it was very... There was a sign that... Did he that, then burn down a Denny's? Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. This yeah, is his yeah, burning down yeah. a Denny's. Oh, so it was, right, like, right. losing his yeah. mind... At That's the movie funny. theater. Yeah, I saw yeah. one movie in Times Square. Yeah. I saw Beowulf in 3D. Oh. And I fell asleep, and then I remember, uh, I was like, I'm going to try this. I walked out at the end, and I was like, hey, I, uh, I fell asleep. Uh, and they're like, all right. And they gave me a refund. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. Then, and then I remember uh, I was what? so excited, but I, this is when I didn't like going to the movies. I never ended up using the refund ticket. Wow. And I still 
hold that against myself where I thought I like did the I was like that's cool yeah but then I ended up not speaking of not liking going to the movies you do like going to the movies now because you both have a podcast or uh, you I, have a I podcast do. Andrew's been on it yeah you've been yeah. on it uh, but he goes to the movies a lot what's it called <laughs> uh, Views from the Vista and it's a Vista it's a local theater here yeah. it's just things playing at the Vista and you go see it and then talk about the film exactly awesome that's really cool uh, and Andrew goes to the Vista with me a lot I go he sits next to me he tells me jokes mm-hmm. text me I'll go mm-hmm. yeah you should yeah, come yeah you should us. come I'm not yeah. saying that I live down the street from it because I don't want people listening coming and stalking me but <laughs> no they do they don't they don't yeah. Carrie always gets angry it's weird not having Carrie here because she would then yeah. respond to that she's the one who's always so worried about me telling people where I'm at because of crazy people right, oh, yeah. right. you gotta be careful with crazy people yeah but like just don't cook the eggs. And we mm-hmm. miss you, Carrie. We miss you. Uh, Carrie, I, I wish you were here, but wait, this is this episode is called Three on a Couch? Yeah, yes. so we are literally we are three on a couch. Three yeah. on a couch. So, uh, with yeah. a cat. It's, it's sort of fitting. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of fitting, yeah. So uh, D- Dorothy says that her body aches, right? Mm, like, I towards, like that line. Towards the end. She's like, my body aches, Blanche. And she's like, Blanche then says, so does mine. That's why we're going on this date. I like that. I like that. Like, it's, yeah. She's just setting up and setting up. And then Sophia so comes out, Dorothy's mother. Sophia comes out with, um, with a hot toddy. And she's been giving Dorothy a lot of hot toddies. It is then revealed... That they ran out of is it brandy they use in a hot toddy? I think whiskey, but or whiskey, I, yeah, I whatever. And then she ran out of that, and she um, now is switched to vodka, <laughs> which then causes Dorothy just to completely black out. At which point, Blanche just props her up and says that Mike isn't particular. Yeah, that was, I like that a lot. It was yeah. like a weird weekend at Bernie's, it like was. double date situation. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. really funny. Can you imagine, like, I can't. I cause he shows up to a date and he's like, "Oh, this is your date." She's like, "Definitely a, like a sleep like right the now. easiest date rape ever." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she might get a refund. It's after a Bill Cosby. Oh, oh well, no, 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 because of the sleep. Yeah, Andrew, you're you're it's so. The, it's the movie yeah. Beowulf 3D. <laughs> oh, man. That was a Beowulf joke. Uh, okay, so now we're back in the doctor's office. Oh, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, about yeah. That? Do you think she actually was sick? Yeah, like in a, real life? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The character, because I was kind of, as we were watching that scene, I was like, I wonder if she's not sick. She just didn't want to go on the double date. No, she was no, sick. She was, okay. she was definitely she had a sick. Temp thing. Yeah. You never saw the other lady look at it, though. No, they zoomed in really slowly to the no, they thing. Didn't. Yeah, they <laughs> for 104 minutes? Well, yes, they did 104 <laughs> minutes of just zooming in. Yeah. So now we're that was that was Blanche's setup of what's wrong with Blanche, and then they're back at the doctor's office, and they're they're all going back and forth, and Rose is now talking and talking and talking because she's complaining that they always tell her to shut up. They're so rude to her. They're it so was insane how mean they were to her. They're I was kind of like, that's sad. Usually they're more mean to Sophia, not like in the way they were with Rose, but but in this one they're definitely very mean to Rose. Yeah. And, and then finally the doctor's like, shut up, Rose, because she won't yeah. shut up. You know, she's she just keeps going, which sets up the why the girls are so frustrated with um, Rose, which is probably in this episode my favorite flashback of all the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Dorothy is sitting on the couch. She's now all better. Different flashback. And she is looking um, for the classified ad that she... Oh, she, yes. She asked Rose to drop off at the newspaper. And this is well before Craigslist. You know, this is 1987. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is how one looks and gets work in this day. Um, and so she's just frustrated that she can't find it. And Rose is like, I took it down there myself. I swear that I did. And... Just in that moment, Rose takes the newspaper and says, I'll look for it. She goes into the kitchen, and the doorbell rings. <laughs> and this this middle-aged, bald, sort of, not creepy, he doesn't look creepy. He looks very well-mannered, but we learn that he's not. He comes in, sort of a mousy man, and says, are you Dorothy? You know, and she says yes, and she's he's responding to the ad in the classified. So this tells Dorothy, oh, well, I guess it is there. It's fine. Um, and then he says, uh, are you the Dorothy that'll do anything for $8 an hour? And he eventually sets up a sexual scenario where yeah. he's mm-hmm. Toto from Wizard on the Oz. Wizard, Wizard, Wizard on the Oz. Wizard on the Oz, Wizard yes. On the Oz. Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz, yes. Not and Toto, the band. It was... There's a band named Toto? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that song, the, the Rain on... The Rain on Africa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I know. Now, I'm like the... Uh, wait, wait, what's the oldest woman in the show? Sophia. I'm like Sophia, just dropping all these references. Wow. Mm. You're like a pop culture... Best week ever moment. So here. Toto is re- he's ready. He's Toto hot and ready. is raring ready. to go. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm Toto. 
and you're Dorothy. He's got the money out. Yes, he's ready. Have you guys, what's the weirdest ever sexual role play you've ever had? Uh, I think there was a girl who she wanted me to do something like that was similar. Uh, this is maybe this is TMI, <laughs> but she wanted me to do something similar to like a rape scenario. Mm. And I was kind of like, she wanted me to hit her and stuff. And I was kind of not sure whether I should do it or not. And then I found out that she, uh, I was 25 at the time and she was like in her 30s. She was living with her dad still. And I found out that her dad was hitting her. Oh. And it was like this weird thing where I was like, this is. Yeah. I don't know if that counts as role yeah. playing, but I was like, I'm not well, reenacting. It counts as a very traumatic sexual yeah. role play experience. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, uh, yeah. this is. I mean, if this happened 20 years ago, like, and this is what you need to do to work through it, but like, the fact that he was still hitting her. Yeah. It's just like, I. Can't. That's too much. That's that's yeah. I yes. wouldn't be able. So to I was do like, that. "Fuck this! I'm gonna go see Beowulf and Times Square." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I you were so tired from the sexual stuff. <laughs> yeah, I won't ever judge anyone's idea of what gets them off, but I probably it's wouldn't. weird. Yeah, mine is my answer is the same as Ed's. I mean, oh, really? very similar. I mean, not the not as same person. not as dark. Same person. Yeah, no, not as dark, but definitely like a rape scenario thing where I'm just like, that's not for me. Is like, that, that a common thing with women? No, I would I wouldn't say common, but it's. It's enough where when someone brings it up, I feel like there's always someone who else is like, oh, I've had a similar situation. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I've slept with thousands of women. (laughs) uh, I I would say it's very, very rare. I wouldn't say it's common. I would say it's uncommon. My weirdest one was they wanted me or he wanted to have Disney role playing things. And Uh so I was Nemo. and um, The fish? Yeah. And he had to find me. Um it was a weird moment. What? It was, were you guys swimming? No, we were like in bed and he was like pretending. He was like, oh, where is it? And it was this whole... He was like, Dory? Yeah. And then, <laughs> what? So. Were you just like, I can't breathe. I well, can't no, breathe it was more cause... like, it was a weird, like it was a very short role play because eventually like there's only so, there's only so much to find. It's a dick yeah. you find. But well, it's, like, fi- it's like finding Nemo 2D. Yeah, yes. Because yeah. it's yeah. two dicks. Yeah, yeah, two dicks. And then he goes, well, it's 3D. <laughs> yeah, then there's the, the, the third dick. There's a severed dick in bed. That's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. Are you gonna reconnect with him when the new movie comes no, out? No, we ended. No, oh. I don't think. I don't think I need to reconnect. How weird! How weird would it be if the day that movie is released, he, he just sends me. you a winky face? Yeah. <laughs> oh god! You should, you should send him a winky I face. Will. That is so funny. I will. I'll let you guys know what the response He's is. Like what? And you just say the search continues. The search continues. <laughs> Yeah, man, I like your role. Your role playing is way much more fun. Yeah, much Ours less is dramatic. just depressing. It's just yeah. like, oh, that yeah. sucks. That some girls. You guys just that. gave us the explicit um, thing oh. for that. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. this isn't rated uh, G. No, uh, golden. I, rating we golden. usually we usually don't have to do explicit because we're pretty G. But you guys, you guys, uh, I like how you guys just literally hit each other over golden. Like, was it a yeah. golden shower thing? Well, no, it's just you said rated G for golden, golden girls. Oh yeah, I, I like that. Oh and yeah, then, and then he went like, hey, hit me with the same. He's like, hey. Yeah. I was also thinking Oof. you guys could call your fans the Allens. Oh. Well, it's not just me. It's Carrie, too. No, no, but the Allens, because then those are, then there are G.G. Allens. Because uh, there's, a, there's a... Golden Girl Allens. Because there's a music guy named G.G. Allen. Yeah. yeah. Who uh, used to poop on Who is also stage. dead, who rests in, who's resting in peace along with the I guest think we've star. diverted so much from <laughs> the show in this moment. <laughs> we shouldn't talk about how we his should. favorite book was Beowulf. Oh, wow. This, I should have named this episode Beowulf. Um, so, Rose comes back out after Dorothy meets mm-hmm. this man, Toto Man, and she's like, see, you, I is in there. You owe me an apology. And she's like, Rose, this is in the personals. You put an ad in the personals because yeah. I'll do anything for $8 an hour. And then another man shows up, and it's a priest. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Dorothy gets violently angry and says, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'll call the police. At which pervert. Point, you pervert. At which point, Dorothy's mother, Sophia, comes out and says, oh, hi, father. Whatever. I have the good, the canned goods. Yes. For, which you guys made a point about the canned goods that they obviously weren't heavy or something. Oh, she had a, it was like the little woman and she had a giant box of, of canned goods, but that'd be heavy. Mm. Unless she is like, is a big part of the show that she has like super strength. Yes, that is a huge part of the show. <laughs> no, the cans are empty. I think about that. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll, and then the, the the Greek sailors showed up. That yes. was funny. Oh, well, they they didn't weren't actually there. They, right. Blanche came in and said, as at a surprise, she's like, "Why are there a busload of Greek sailors out front?" Um, and it's obviously all because of this ad that Rose accidentally put in the personal. Sections. That was a funny joke. The drachma or to 
the Suvlaki? Su- no, oh yeah, so no, then, the drachma to USD conversion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come back to the after that line. They come back to the doctor's office, and um, Rose then says, "On the bright side, we learned how to make Suvlaki." Yeah, which funny. I mean, you know, is funny. It's, and then it's, this is the point. Um, some of the people listening might not realize this that this is the point in the episode where Zed went to the bathroom. We paused it. Just oh, letting was, them know. I'm just giving them an insight into our experience of so, the show. Yeah, I was thinking show. that wouldn't get mentioned. Zed, I wrote it down in all caps. Zed had a bowel movement. No, no, a pee movement. I think it was a pee movement. It was a pee. Well, we'll find out after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, it was a it was a quick bowel movement. It was a quick, but I tried we, to be real. I, I was kind of embarrassed. It, oh, this transitions to the next thing. Did you stare at it long enough until it turned oh, white? Yeah. So, well, let's let's set that up. So <laughs> oh, we get God. back and Rose. Rose then calls and she gets very angry and she's like, you're a gerflockenflugen or whatever yeah, yeah. she said. And they don't know what that means. And she says, well, it's hard to translate, but it, it's it's the precise moment when dog poo turns white. Um, which which I guess seem yeah. surprised by. Because I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. You've never seen like dog poo left in the sun too long and it's... I no. thought it turns black. No. Why would it turn white? white? It's like, I don't know why it turns white. It probably is something in their diet, but... They, it does, I've seen white dog poo before. Well, if anyone's listening and you've heard Do about this. Do not send pictures of white call, dog call, Yeah, call, tweet us, call us, somehow get involved in this this discussion right now. You can Are tweet we, them. Yes, please tweet. Don't tweet me, but tweet them. We'll give you the podcast. Yeah, yeah. if we got any Gigi Allens out there, uh, just uh, <laughs> let us know. And then Rose gets even angrier, and she's like, blowing out your blogging blugan or oh, yeah, she keeps dropping yeah, these words dropping them. yeah yeah um so so nobody has said a word about dorothy at this point which is what the doctor says like they're all talking about blanche or rose and dorothy seems very much left out as she's the victim of a lot of this and then sophia says well that's because they're all afraid of her um because she is very large and menacing and i thought they, i thought this was going to be a flashback of her like hitting them or something but no wouldn't that be great <laughs> oh it would be that's one of my fantasies okay no so the flashback to dorothy's <laughs> problem is which really is not a problem at all is that she's in bed studying for an education exam We've all been there. Have we? <laughs> I, she I says she won't get a raise if it just if she passed. doesn't take this. But what what really is an education exam? Like, why are you looking at me, Andrew? Because oh, I'm a teacher. I should yes, know this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you educa- a teacher? No, no. no. <laughs> but I'm going to pretend I am. Okay. So as a teacher, every six months you take an education exam. As a teacher, and if, <laughs> and, and if you pass it, you get a raise. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You get two raises a year. Fair. We heard nice. it. I, I think some teachers haven't gotten raises in a long time, so this, they're going to be very angry about yeah. knowing that this is out there and they're missing it. Well, they yeah, gotten, you have to sign up for it. Online. They probably haven't taken the education exam. You have to sign up online. There's a web portal. It's like an insurance policy. Yeah. Right? Also, yeah. they they haven't gotten raises because they haven't been hanging out with a wait, what's the smart woman named. Dorothy? No, no, the the other smart, the one who I think is smart. Oh, Blanche. Yeah, Blanche. If you hang out with Blanche, you get oh, a raise. Oh, smart, sexy. Really? Got you it. You get like a boner. Okay. Yeah. A raise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Dorothy is studying, and um, Rose comes into the room because she's oh. scared. She's scared. Uh, what were you laughing at? Oh, just the reveal of the, oh, why they're scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so, the misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, and then Blanche comes into the room wearing a... I have to say, Blanche's outfit in this scene was interesting. It was one of her nightgowns. We've seen this at nightgown before, but it wasn't really a nightgown. It was like a pajamas number where the there was a blue tank top like sewn into yeah. the pajamas. I like that. Outfit. There was a long sleeve yeah. pajama. I liked it. It was. I would wear it. Do you I guys? Would, which, by the way, this is interesting to me. Is whenever she wore an outfit, you said I would wear that. But it's interesting to me is that she's kind of like the Spock of this crew, Dorothy. Dorothy, yes. And it's weird to me that the most logic logical character in it is also the most fashion forward. Oh, you think Dorothy's the most fashion forward? Yes. I thought she had like she the most... She probably is for the time now, but I don't know if she was for the 80s. Every outfit I she had Blanche was like was probably very more cool, fashion forward for really? the 80s. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was the so The 80s cool. were about shoulder pads and about, you know, big hair and like all of it. Yeah. So I think Blanche probably took the prize in the 80s huh. and now with the American apparel hipster <laughs> vibe that is our fashion, like I think Dorothy with her layers is probably more in vogue, which is probably why I like her. Yeah. But I also just like layers. Do you yeah. also wear pajamas? No. Do you wear pajamas? Either? No. Okay, because in this scene they were all wearing pajamas and I was like, oh, that's, it made me, sometimes I remember based off of things like this that I go, is it weird I don't wear pajamas? Well, your grandparents probably did. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't... I mean, what do you guys sleep in? My, my underwear. 
Under my, I also sleep in Zed's underwear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Wow, this is really kind of a thing. Personal. No, I, I sleep in my underwear. Well. I don't wear anything when I sleep, and I, but I don't think that was like a normal accepted practice huh. for many years. Like I don't think that was sort of like something. I think it was maybe taboo to sleep in your underwear, like of their generation. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I well their generation or maybe this I do is, love a robe though. Oh, I do yeah, wear that's robes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, isn't also, maybe I'm getting ages wrong, but for their generation, didn't women also wear, like, bodysuits when they went to the beach? Full pieces? Yeah, like, one full, piece? like... This is not the 1920s. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but I would wear that. I, if I could wear that swimsuit to the beach, I would. Okay. A wool one. Okay. Uh, so Dorothy is studying for her education camp. Uh, Rose comes in, Blanche comes in, they're, they're terrified, and it, and then Sophia comes in, and Sophia says, I better see six, hand, six hands above that blanket. That was funny. So, yeah, I like that. There's something left. Oh, I didn't get on. that joke till now. Yeah. I yeah. thought she said six heads, and both oh. of you guys laughed, and I was like, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> but now, now I get it, and so now, now the, the yeah. listeners get it. They reveal that um, the reason why they are afraid is because of the aliens, yes. which then Dorothy says, <laughs> or Blanche, we've talked about this, yeah. they are the... Chungs. They are the Chungs, and they are very lovely people, to which Sophia then says, they eat dogs. Yeah. <laughs> which is interesting. Which they do not eat dogs, uh, but Sophia then says, well, why don't... It's, it, it, then it's a coincidence that dogs aren't peeing on their lawn, which, I mean, says something. Yeah. Chinese people don't eat dogs, but I am reading a book about North Koreans, and yeah, I thought, they do eat dogs. I, I've been to... Vietnam, and I saw roasted dogs oh. at the market. Just four dogs just roasted. Can Don't you have that little explanation about it where they go, they go oh, these, these aren't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, I was talking to a guy who was Korean, and he... Um, Is he no longer? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he, we were talking, I was talking about like what his favorite foods were, and he was like, oh, I like dog. He was a guy from Korea. I met him in Japan. He's like, oh, I like dog. And I was like, oh, you know, in America, it's very weird... Um, for people to eat dogs. It's not something that's common. People think that's very weird that you guys eat dogs. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. Not pet dogs. Food dogs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's so in his difference. mind, there's a distinction. That's interesting. So, yeah, that's yeah. uncomfortable for me. It's a chung, um, it's a chung thing. Yeah. You wouldn't get it. But, it, you know, going into this, I actually, I was wondering, these these women, they're all, like, older. I was like, of their generation, like, they've all got to be, like, pretty racist. This was, like, I thought before watching this episode. I wouldn't think that. I mean... Yeah, because if they're... It's 1987, and they're in their, like, 60s. Yeah. Like, that, that that would imply that they were around during World War II, and it's like... But it also implies they were around during civil rights. Yes, but I think... Which is only 10 years after World But that War. civil rights was just about uh, black people. <laughs> No. Because <laughs> civil rights, like, during World War II, not only were Japanese people put in internment camps, yeah. but also, like, all American propaganda was, like, basically making everyone believe that Japanese oh, people weren't human. I definitely, I, I, yes, I can see that. I see that angle. So, um, so I think if you were of that age, there was a, a whole part of your life where you were being, like, brainwashed to think. Especially Sophia. Yeah, yeah. More so Sophia mm-hmm. than, than the other girls. Yes, to be brainwashed to think the Japanese weren't real people. So it's like, yeah. of their age, it's interesting to watch. And then this part happened, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay. I was, see, I was going to talk about this even if it didn't happen. <laughs> then even, I'm like, these people are racist even though they're not talking about it. But this conveniently... Was, so talking about I will yesterday. say they are I not racist. Yesterday. They are not racist. Even in one episode, <laughs> Sophia does have a date with um, the Chinese... Gardener or something, mm. yeah. So, so she's she's open to all colors. But just because you have a Chinese boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't, doesn't mean you're not racist. racist. That's yeah. true. But I feel like that's a podcast for um, a different topic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> is that a nice way of telling? Let's let's drop this. All right. Well, no, I think he was just thinking. No, I think just, it, maybe it makes sense. It does. Uh, you make a valid point. Um, I mean, that's like such a stereotype is that old people are racist, and yeah. so for even for old people in the '80s, you'd think one out of four might be racist. Yeah. But I like that they weren't. Well, yeah, and also too, like what what level of racist are you talking about? Like, are you talking about how they think the Chungs don't belong in right. the house? Yeah, so, yeah that's a little talk- bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Also, I should put this out there. I've slept with thousands of older people, and I found that a large percentage. Of, I would say it's common for them to be racist. Yeah. So they're Beowulf. So after after they. Um, after they make it clear that it's not the Chungs and that it's the movie Aliens with Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Um, and uh, Blanche or Dorothy's just like, this is ridiculous. 
you're pointless, please leave. And the girls are like, but this is our time of need. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and they go back to the therapist, and the therapist is like, I don't get it. This doesn't make sense. Like, she was completely in the right in doing it, and that's their point. Is right. That, like, she's always so together. She's so, you know, it's just just always together, always yeah. sort of, like, making a common sense sort of yeah. thing. Checking your underwear. Yeah. I found that to be the most relatable moment of this episode. As the guy who's always just purely, like, correct about things, Yeah, I see how being surrounded by people who are wrong all the time, how that can be a bit unnerving. <laughs> just constantly being with someone who's always right, it makes you realize I how wrong you are. I have that problem. I don't, I don't think I'm right all the time. However, I do think that I tend to plan a lot. I tend mm. to be very sort of like I think through things often before I execute things. Yeah, yeah. And a recent example, and I hope he's listening because fuck you. Um, he, I was this guy I went on a date with. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this guy I went on a date with a couple dates, uh, and he, we were, we were parking at this parking lot in West Hollywood, and it was like eleven o'clock, and he was like, "Oh, you don't need to pay right now." And I knew, I knew, you yeah, to pay. I knew you midnight. needed to pay. I knew it, yeah. but. I didn't want to, like, have that moment and knew in a sort of a dating thing to, like, could be like, no, you're wrong, dude. Trust me. I know oh. I'm right here. And and so I just went with it thinking, like, okay, well, I probably won't get a ticket. It's fine. And then I come back and I got a ticket. And I wanted to be like, see, I knew this. I knew I was right. Like, What did he say? Um, did he see the ticket? He saw the ticket. He was just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. That is just, so funny. I know. I mean, it was $45, but still, like, it was $45 I didn't have to spend on a ticket. Yeah. And he's a huge fan of the Golden Girls, and he subscribed to the podcast, so fuck you. It's just so uh, interesting that he, <laughs> it's so interesting that he would be so sure and that you would let it happen. It's like, it's like an interesting lesson for you, actually, to like, I don't know. Oh, it's a very interesting lesson it's really for me. really weird. But it's also like a lesson in, you know, you want to compromise. Yeah, like, You don't yeah, want to, like, yeah. have a fight on a third date about why you know you're right. But yes. I've been there too, where it's like you do know you're yeah exactly you know you're right, but you're like I this is not worth it. It's so interesting. Yeah, then you, you work your battles when you when you, I was one hundred percent right. Huh. So forty five dollars proves it. Forty five dollars. That's five and a half hours with uh, that woman. Okay, with Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy. five and a half hours with Dorothy for eight dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did the math. It's true. You could have done a lot true. of cool stuff. Um, <laughs> no, but I also when that scene ended, they, there was actually there was only one joke I really didn't like during this. And it actually kind of bothered me. I'm not like, whatever. The joke was, uh, she goes, oh, something about being disgusted. She goes, yeah, that's like uh, Sigourney Weaver, an alien, when she wasn't wearing makeup. Yeah, that was a little weird. Because to me, like, Sigourney Weaver is not only one of the most beautiful women ever, but, like, in Alien, that's, like, one of the most powerful roles for a, a woman ever. Yeah. And, like, not wearing makeup, like, who cares and all this stuff? Well, you're also thinking from a 2016 Vantage point. I mean, keep in mind the show was written in 1987 when there were no other shows with four other women on television. That's true. It's progressive in its own way. Yeah, I mean, but don't yeah. knock on Sigourney Weaver. Give me a break. I mean, and I would knock on Sigourney Weaver because she did look frightening in that. I don't care how strong she was. I've never been harder than I was watch- than watching Alien. Well, that's more of a, a refund. That's more of a personal fetish that you have. Um, yeah. So now, I, one of the jokes that I and you referenced it a little bit, um, Andrew, is that I liked, and it was. Uh, Blanche then says at the end of this little scene, I'm surprised that she doesn't check our underwear before leaving the house. And then Dorothy pauses and like a classic B. Arthur pause delivery of a line. She says quietly, those of us that wear underwear. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just sort of like, and she's known for that. Yeah. That sort of taking a simple line and turning it into a very sort of powerful, funny line. Yeah. Um, she's the Albert Einstein of the four of them. I she think. is, yes. So, taller, though. Much taller. <laughs> Much taller. Um, so now it gets to Sophia. And Sophia doesn't have a problem, really. I mean, they look to Sophia, but uh-huh. we have to give her her moment in the sun. So in this next flashback, Sophia is sitting at the table, and she's writing a line under, um, what was it? Oh, it was some, some magnesium. I think yeah. the idea is it has alcohol in it. Why was she running the line, though? I forget that. Oh, the, the, the idea was that they're, uh, the guy was cleaning the house or something, mm. or the, whatever. She thinks he was sneaking sips of it. Oh, interesting. Huh. Okay. Um, uh, which sets up the next joke she makes. Which is? the, the uh, She's doing a line, and then uh, the woman goes, oh, I need to talk to you. I'm so depressed or something. She goes, oh. She's like, take a sip of this, and I'll redraw the line. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rose comes in. She's really depressed because her boss made a pass at her. <laughs> 
And then Sophia's like, oh, interesting. Well, how do you, why, maybe it was a misunderstanding. Why do you think he made it past you? And she's like, he threw me down on a table and kissed me. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I guess he made it past at you. Yeah. Um, so, so she sets up a, Sophia, uh, since you guys are first time viewers, mm-hmm. so Sophia sets up a, a story with picture it, Sicily, whatever. It's her, it's a common running theme. Oh, it's always it. Sicily. It's all for the most part. Oh, okay. Um, which would have been cool in this episode of flashbacks. If went back there was a to story another flashback. flashback. That does happen, but it, yeah. it not in this one. Uh, it's like so, a, you know, it's hard to do that before Christopher Nolan's Inception. That's true. Yeah, that's he true. kind of made that. Up. I, I made that. Okay. I think the Golden Girls did it though. Really? Yeah, I like so, that. I respect the again Golden Girls for the record. ahead of the time. Um, so anyway, so Sophia says picture at Sicily, 1922, and then Blanche comes in and says that she has a problem as well, so says sit down, sit down. And then Dorothy, she starts the story again, Dorothy then comes in and says she has a problem, so Blanche, Sophia's like, just everyone <laughs> sit the fuck down and listen. And uh, she, this is a rare moment, too, because oftentimes, it's, you very rarely see all four women around the table. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's the three primary characters and Sophia sitting on the, um, like, the bench behind, or uh. she's in the stove, or they rare, just because of the way the set is, you know, they rarely are all four yeah. there. But in this moment, they all four are at the table, which is great. Um, and uh, she sets up this story, which makes no sense whatsoever. Very abstract. A woman, it's Sicily, it's 1922, a woman is, she does something, she has a pepperoni, she gets stopped by this beautiful Mercedes car, whatever, she doesn't, she can't find her pepperoni, so she goes and she looks for this pepperoni somewhere, and she goes to a a stream, and there's a bunch of pepperoni swimming upstream, which... This is the, my favorite part of the episode. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just uh, thought it was so weird. It's like, what is this? Did you do ayahuasca before you came over? No, here? it just I don't. It reminded me of that um, the visit that M Night Shyamalan movie that came out this year. Oh, like how that so? weird alien story. Oh yeah, where they yeah, were yeah. telling about the alien in the well. Did you see the movie? No. Oh, uh, it's just this one part where these characters just tell this really crazy outlandish story that is so weird. It just reminded oh, me. Oh, the visit with the grandparents. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did see that. Remember yes. talking about the aliens in the well and stuff? And it's yeah, just really, it doesn't matter. Just I like that. I like it when something just like I liked how turns ridiculous. Totally different. Was. Yeah. 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 It's a fun, ridiculous movie. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, so pepperoni are swimming upstream. She gets the pepperoni. She gets back to her family. She's able to feed her family. Whatever. So then uh, she says, is anyone getting anything from this story? Because she even knows that this is a shit story. And she's yeah. just talking now. Uh, and, and the story's been going so long that the shit story is actually becoming white. White. It's, yeah. It's turned yes, white. Yes. And, and Rose says, no, I think I got something from it, Sophia, and basically solves her own problem that she needs to confront her boss. And then Blanche also solves her own problem that there are many pepperoni in the sea and that she shouldn't worry about not having a date. And so they leave the room, and then Dorothy then says, um, you, know, you solved my problem, too. I was wondering what to have for dinner. And it's like a simple, <laughs> yeah, like, like funny bit of they have pepperoni pizza. Uh, so, nice reveal. Yeah, I know. Nice little reveal. So they get back to the... Um, the well, can I ask you a question about yeah. that? That, which is interesting, is I feel like her character, the one who told Who's? the story... Sophia? Yes, uh, she's a, the older one, mm-hmm. right? Sophia is like... I think she's really good at like one-liners, mm-hmm. and I think she's good at adding on to things, but this is a scene where it was interesting where... Since it was about her, it kind of shows her character doesn't isn't as three dimensional as the other ones, and which why her whole character flashback was just her telling an abstract story. Well, that's true in this episode that her character is very sort of you know flat. Um, because it's like the Office with like you know Creed. Yeah, it's like yeah, she, and she definitely yeah. plays the the slapstick line. Like yeah, she plays the the zinger person, and that's what she's been known for since the beginning of the series. I mean, she wasn't even originally a character on the show. She was only supposed to be a guest star, and then she was so popular that they mm-hmm. kept her. Um, but uh, there are other episodes where you know she definitely has. A, more me, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there there are Sophia centered episodes. Um, so you or know she gets party. her due, but she is of all the actresses. I mean, she's the only one that ever was winner of best supporting actress. So she doesn't oh, wow. support like the other actors won best actress. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, you're but saying. she was always supporting. So yes. she was definitely a supporting character on the show. Yeah. Uh, and the three women are the primary focus of okay. everything. Um, so they're now they're back at the therapist's office, and they it is an exhausting. Like they look to the doctor to be like, what? can we do to solve this? And he has horrible news for them. Mm-hmm. He says that they can't, that they're just incompatible. Mm-hmm. They can't live together. For, and the, they, for the listeners, H. Allen was weeping at this point. I was. He was just I weeping was uncontrollably. on the that. floor. Yeah. I was holding Frazier in a fetal it position. Was just weeping. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever had an end of a friendship where it was, it was so, like, you just knew it was over at that moment? Like, you just knew that, like, 
I can't be friends with this person any longer? I mean, I've had, uh, like, romantic things like that, but in terms of, like, platonic... Yeah, platonic is very different from romantic yeah. when you have to end Yeah, uh, I, and I, I think I've had... And they've ended, but I feel like they always, like... F- it's more fade. Yeah, more it's, fade. it's more of, like, a uh, I haven't had a sharp... You've had sharp? Sharp cuts? Um... Yes, wow. I have had sharp cuts. Not many, but I've I've had like two that I can think of, uh, and it's more of just like a a matter of principle. It's yeah. just like this is clearly not what it is. Yeah. So you end it. It's usually like an access thing. Like I've had it with people who like like basically are. It's clear that they're only friends with me to get close to someone else, or right. like oh. yeah, it's it's kind of a gross sort of like. Oh, I actually did have something like that in L.A. Uh, and this is kind of oh man, this is actually kind of funny. C- can I tell this quick one? Please, yes. Uh, there's this guy that I went to high school with, and uh, he was three years younger than me, or no, two years younger than me. And you know, we kind of kept up over the years. And I-, I was living in LA, and then he hit me up, and he goes, "Oh hey, we're both living in LA." And he's like, "You write, and I write. Maybe we, we can kind of catch up." So I-, I meet him, and you know, he's uh, he's a great. I-, I like him a lot. He's really nice, and we're, we're kind of talking. And, uh, but you know, we don't, I, I, it kind of feels like we don't have that much in common or we didn't gel that much. It's just more like, mm-hmm. Hey, we both went to the same high school. We're both writing, which is funny because writing is so, um, broad. Yeah. So it's like two people write might not actually be, have anything in common. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, Oh, we both write. Oh, that's cool. And so after then he, he kept hitting me up. He's like, we should hang out. We should hang out. But it was always when I was working and, um, you know, whatever, for whatever reason I couldn't do it. And then one night he messages me and he goes, Hey, uh, we should hang out. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. He's like, he goes, Oh, you're, you're friends with, uh, Max Landis. Right. And I'm like, yeah. He goes like, Oh yeah, maybe the three of us can hang out. <sighs> and I was like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Like you want to give some reference on Max Landis? Oh, Max Landis is a, uh, he lives in LA. He's, he's like a friend of mine and he's a very successful writer. Yeah. Screenwriter. Uh, screenwriter. Very successful. But it was like, he goes, Oh, do you want to hang out with, uh, Max Landis? Yeah. And it was just like weird. It's like oh, I was like oh, I was like, do you know Max? And he goes, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like so uh, I, yeah, I don't think I can hang out. And then he never messaged me again. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but because I feel like a, that happens a lot, but it's not as overt as that. Yeah. That was like crazy That's overt. Crazy overt. And yeah. then it made me go, wait, is that why he's been trying to hang out with me? Yeah. I was once at a party, just in that overt thing. We was just recently, and like. I just met this guy and he was like nice and he's like he's like talking to me about what I do and what he does. He's like he's like this is awesome. I love networking. <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> he straight up said that. And he's like anyway, I got to go. This is such a cool party. And I was like this is crazy. I hate yeah. networking. It was so funny. It. It was it's, weird. it's like oh, I love making human connections. Yeah. It's but just like no, why would you say, say that? that too. It was so weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like uh, there's something weird about when uh I, you know, on one hand, people say, oh, at least this person's being honest, but it's like... No, they're what not. What do you mean, at least this... Like, who cares? Yeah. The person's gross. Yeah. yeah. No, gross. Um, so, at this point in the girl's relationship, it is essentially mm. over. It's that mm-hmm. line. The doctor has made it over, and they go back home, and they're in, all three women are sitting around the kitchen table talking about tomorrow getting ready to, to move and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. it's very sad. Like, yeah. you don't want these people to leave each other. I mean, even if you're new to the show, you're like... But they need each other. Yeah. yeah. They're clearly very invested in each other. It also other's didn't features. seem like any of those problems. I didn't agree with the uh, therapist. Yeah, at all. I think the therapist yeah, was bad. Yeah, I didn't bad. think so either. The therapist was bad. Also, um, in this scene, I straight up loved their outfits. This is my oh. favorite. It was like mono- oh, yeah. monochrome white, red, blue, yeah. and black. Yeah, Just it all was. four monochrome colors. It yes. looks really cool. Wow. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. That, that was, was my, this is my favorite outfits in the episode. <laughs> it's cool. It's like you have yeah. America. Yeah. And then you have the woman who's a slut. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> so uh, Sophia comes in and uh, she says, you know, she basically is setting up that she disagrees with the doctor, but she won't say as much. Mm, and yeah. then she just flat out says, like, we're just living. We're living together. We're, we mm-hmm. have our ups. We have our downs. We eat. You, you, you cry. You eat. You think so much eating. Everyone's eating and living and loving. And, and Dorothy, or Rose is like... Oh, are you saying that that we should stay together? And Sophia says, "You got that right, blubber butt, or something." Like <laughs> basically, just references that she's fat. Um, and and so they they have this slow reveal where Rose will get the cheesecake. Yeah, it's all about food. It's all about food again. I mean, they eat cheesecake a lot on the show. But uh, and then there's a funny. It seems like there's this constant callback to to Blanche being very smart um, in that. 
Blanche is going to go get the whipped cream, and Sophia's like, I'll get the Polaroid. This is a moment to capture. And then Blanche, end of the line, end of the show, line says, oh, I'll pick it up. It's right next to the whipped cream in my room. And love, it's a great joke. Yeah, yeah. it's a good joke. It's I a good that. little joke. And that's the episode. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if this is what normally happens in the show, but it was interesting that both on screen and off screen, every uh, man in this episode was dumb. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, There's, what men? There was the doctor? He was, he was so dumb. Doctor, was dumb. all the sexual $8 guys. Yeah, oh, they yeah. Were all $8 dumb. guys. There right. was the, the guy who, was, who uh, came from prison. Oh, but we didn't see we him. Didn't see but, it. I mean, off but camera, he was too. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was dumb. definitely dumb. Um, as a man, this hurt my feelings. With, I mean, to counter your Sigourney Weaver complaint, like, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, see, I would disagree. I think everyone should be treated uh, in a respectful manner. <laughs> Uh, so the Sigourney thing bothered me, but the, this bothered me too. Uh, <laughs> and I'm probably in the minority. So you have a boring show yes. with no evil characters. Yes. No, just make them all smart. True. I you get mean, that. You mean what kind of smart? Blanche smart? Horny. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I want to watch a horny You character. basically want to watch porn is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like that's awesome. really what you're saying. Golden Girls theme porn. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it called? Does it have like a forget. funny? It's something. Yeah, I, I love the porn. There's like puns is like an integral there's part. There's porn, of porn for everything. Yeah, like there's a Schindler's List porn. Really? Yeah, I read about because I didn't believe it and it's, I looked it up. Isn't it, it called Schindler's it. Fist? Schindler's Lust. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. So at the end of every podcast, we do a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can take from the episode and apply to your lives or the lives of our listeners. I of course pointed to the microphone when I said listeners. Um, I will start to give you guys sort of an example of how, yeah. mm-hmm. how these work. Okay, um, I, lo- I love this. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, my yeah. golden takeaway from this episode is I should probably start taking nude pictures with Polaroids instead of my iPhone <laughs> mm-hmm. because I feel like there are so many nude pictures of me out there <laughs> that um, I'm never going to be like famous. And if I am, I won't care if nude pictures get out. But I feel like it would be I would I would like like if I'm if I'm wooing somebody and they take a Polaroid picture of their dick and they mail it to me, like I would enjoy that. I feel like that would be like a nice mm-hmm. like, oh, you this is expensive now and you sent me a Polaroid picture of your dick. That's fine. Or just in general. I think I think more people should just take pictures of themselves with Polaroid pictures naked. Hmm. I think that's like a nice little like thing you could just do. That's my golden take. I love it. I like it. Yeah. 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 Are we going clockwise? You yes. can go. I, you so counter, next, no, counterclockwise. Whoever wants. Okay, counterclockwise. Uh, can I have a, a literal takeaway yes. and a figurative takeaway? Please. Okay. My literal takeaway from, uh, or my golden, what is it called? The gold, a golden takeaway. My golden takeaway literally is that uh, dog shit turns white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that, and now I know it, so I'm taking that away. Mm-hmm. But my, my figurative takeaway is that when you have problems with friends, the easiest answer might be to move out if you live with them. But I think all problems, you know, they can be fixed and they can be worked on. And communication is the first, because that's what this whole episode is about, mm-hmm. is everyone communicating their problems with each other. But instead of necessarily fixing them, get some cheesecake with your friends. and That's actually a sweet takeaway. That mm-hmm. communication is key to fixing your problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that yours, Andrew? No. No. My takeaway... Oh God! You're, he's smiling. I'm so not smiling. You know it's gonna be ridiculous. No, it's not yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's gonna be this so is, ridiculous. This is very heartfelt and real. Oh God! I think what this episode showed me is something that I always believe and that I think is important. Is that I kind of think the past straight up does not matter, like at all. I think this whole episode is like going to these flashbacks and giving these examples where people pissed people off or people did something that was frustrating. And I think in relationships, people can kind of hold on to stuff from the past. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter what, like, you just have to forget about the past and focus on your relationship with someone right now and mm-hmm. how they're making you feel and how and how your relationship is in this moment. Yeah. Because you can always, like, focus on something in the past and have it be a problem for you. Uh-huh. Or you can just kind of forget about it and move forward. Yeah. Same with, like... If you're, like, dating someone who, like, used to date someone you know and you kind of feel awkward about that, it's like none of that matters because if you connect with that person, that's, like, literally the only thing that matters. True. And you can send them Polaroids. Yeah, that's true yeah. as well. <laughs> and yeah. you can poop. And it'll turn you, white. I thought, I, yeah. 
I just think the past doesn't matter. I think focus on the present. Yeah, I think so. I like that. I I very much firmly believe in living in the present. Good. And having that as a reality. That's that's why the Polaroid thing, though, I'm kind of worried. Like, relationships happen so fast. Well, Polaroid's like the ultimate No, no, but listen, you might send someone a Polaroid in the mail and then, like, hang out with them that night and be like, I actually don't like this person. And then three days later, they get a picture from you. Oh, well, I probably wouldn't do it from the beginning. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'd probably do it for, like, a month. Okay, yeah. Make sure you have a solid thing first. But at that point, like, you've seen me naked a bunch, probably. I know. But it is, it would be funny. on first dates. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, st- I go to dates. You go naked, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very awkward at House of Fives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but they've given me my own booth. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's no. awesome. I do take dates to House of Pies or hookups to dates. Hookups to House of Pies after we hook up. You meet people on the internet? Is that your main thing? A lot of times. I mean, grinder and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, just that if they don't eat the pie, like if they're like, oh, I can't, I'll gain weight or whatever, I know it's not going to work out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Because I'm just like, no, red, that's a line. Yeah, there's you that, they don't the pie, and do they check the signs when you park? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's you know true. the parking situation at House of Pies. I, but I know it. I yeah. can walk to I Well, don't, don't say but I, don't I was live. trying not to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can walk anywhere. And, yeah, you can walk anywhere. Yeah. You guys, this has been great. Um, yeah. So where can people follow you on the interwebs, and do you have anything coming up? Let's go clockwise this time. Starting with me. Yeah. Well, it's just okay. you well, two, so uh, it's yes, really clockwise. It's more well, up and down. Hold on. Um, well, on the internet, just my name, Andrew Michan, M-I-C-H-A-A-N. I got Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, you know, I do comedy all over Los Angeles and stuff like that. I have this podcast that I actually recorded with a friend that is coming out, I think, this week even. Oh. So it's going to be called Seven Tattoos or Seven Tattoos in Seven Days. I'm not exactly sure. Basically, I have a very close friend in New York. I went to visit her. And she gives stick and poke tattoos, which are like a tattoo that you give at home with like yeah. a needle and ink. And she gave me seven in a week. Oh, nice. So one a day. And we recorded a podcast during every tattoo and just had conversations. And it was pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. So that's yeah. And that was answer. actually, that was my idea. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> next up is Zen. <laughs> that's not, it's not my idea. Okay. And it was your idea. I just, okay. I like stealing credit. Okay. Uh, also for his uh, podcast, I've heard the theme song in yeah. the beginning. Great it's good theme song. song. Yeah, yeah, my friend. I'd again. say great. Okay, great. Great. All right. Um, yeah, Andrew's great. You should follow him on Twitter. I've always been telling everyone to follow him on Twitter. <laughs> it's true. Be honest. Tell him. It's true. One time you said something. No, it was multiple. Okay, all right. Back, back to Zed. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my name is Zed Cutsinger. You can find me everywhere, uh, Zed Cutsinger. Uh, Z-E-D-C-U-T-S-I-N-G-E-R. And, yeah, I have a podcast, Views from the Vista, with Steve Hernandez and Honor Nezzo. And uh, I just want to take this opportunity because uh, I think Andrew didn't do this, and it shows that he's a bad person. Thank you, H. Allen. For Thank you, H. Allen. Yeah. Oh, so much yeah. Fun. Thank you, guys, yeah. for being here. I, was I appreciate do that. Yeah. Were you going to wait till I was done? Yes. I had uh, a feeling we would thank each other, like, you know, off. Oh, yeah, like, off like a, like a Wii Spa or something. We'd be like, hey, that was fun the other day. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. that would be a yeah. I mean, you live right across the street from Wii Spa, right? I do, yes. Yeah, perfect, yeah, perfect. I do. Okay. Wait, no, he doesn't? <laughs> Stop! Uh, okay, well, I, I, you know, this is a good time for me to say I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, well, then I'll end the podcast, guys. Thanks, thanks so for, much thank for you. listening. Uh, this is I'm H. Allen Scott. You can follow me on everything at John Scott. And this has been Out on the Lanai. You can go to outonlanai.com for all kinds of Golden Girls fun. And also, you should go to HeadGum and listen to all the great podcasts that are on HeadGum, especially Mr. Jake and Amir. They are the best dudes ever. You can also go to our Out on the Lanai store and get all kinds of Golden Girls fun there at outonthelanai.com slash store. And we are on Spreaker, so you should go to Spreaker and listen to a bunch of podcasts too. Um, Amazing, amazing times. And again, thank you guys so much for being here. And you guys at home, remember, stay golden. Thank you. Thank you. Stay oh, thank you. Yeah, yes. you're, you're, you guys are welcome. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>